You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. This morning's show is all about giving your home a fall refresh. From your deck to the fireplace to keeping you warm and toasty, even that little detail you need to pay for it all. He'll also be taking your calls all morning long. Here's your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. It is September. Man, turn this up. This sounds good. Hi, everybody. Lou Manfredini, House March Radio. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568. And yes, today is our refresh show. Sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. More info at getacomfyhome.com. Uh, good morning to uh, Lindsay. Good morning to uh, Andy, and welcome back, Don Kleppen from. Uh, were you, Don? Were you on like a walkabout? Is that what you were <laughs> down in Australia? Oh, that's what it was. Walkabout, walkabout <laughs> Creek. That's where I was. <laughs> I'm so that's glad not to be a back. Knife. That was really this good. is a knife. Was excellent. It's a spoon. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm glad to be back. It's great. I missed you guys. We missed you too. We missed you too. Everybody's good. Oh yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Not bad. September. It's yeah. Uh, it's that fall time of year. Oh, it's a beautiful. I mean, it's a. It, it is really other than the uh, the bees. The bees are a problem. Oh yeah, they are. It's anywhere right? outdoors, man. Was at yeah. a, a wedding last weekend, and there were bees everywhere. Everywhere. My mm-hmm. poor friend Chris Jakubowski. She gets stung by a bee, and it's just miserable. We were out at. Oh, we were at uh, Misericordia Family Fest last week, and we were working the taco tent. Which, nice. um, by the way, we sold a lot of tacos. And, uh, you know, our own Mike Steven, who's on before uh, House March in the morning, he is a big top taco aficionado. Oh, sure. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, you know how your internet feed or your your Instagram, you say something and then all of a sudden something comes up that you've you talked about? Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been talking a lot about tacos. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden in my Instagram feed, there's a sign that says, I wish I was full of tacos instead of full of emotions. <laughs> I can attest to that. Totally. That's Next year, sign. Lindsay, that's the sign I'm hanging outside the taco tent. Totally. <laughs> that's a good one. You can tell even so more. So good. That is good. So good. Uh, Don, I have a question for you. I was driving uh, down. Uh, let's see. I was heading towards, towards Lakeshore Drive, and um, uh, I was taking uh, Ridge Avenue, you know, jumping on right at the beginning of the uh, Lakeshore Drive over there. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of right where Ridge and Broadway meet, you know, and then jump right on by the Edgewater Beach Hotel. Totally. It's a huge sign. I need you to put on your Captain Cannabis uh, uh, cape on. Yes. And it said CBD infused drinks mm, yes sir is that a new thing it is yeah and and there what's nice about that is that because of the farm bill a lot of them are hemp based and so they'll be like a really low thc percentage so a lot of companies are selling those uh, countrywide now and they're mm. they're they're a great option I forget the name of that i forget that it's like it would look like it was in like an aluminum bottle and it had like a it started with a T. Mm. I'll uh, I'll I'll look for that Tio later. Or Tino or Tina something like that. I'm like, huh? Look yeah. At that. I'll I'll take a look and I'll uh, I'll send you something later because I it's right by where uh, where we live. But uh, I haven't seen that sign yet. Uh, but I have talked with a lot of people doing it. It's a great option for like mocktails or something. You know, when you're at a um, at a party. You know, as an alcohol yeah, yeah, substitute. Yeah. We we were. I was having this conversation with uh, a young person. Uh, the, about we were talking about the legalization of marijuana, mm-hmm. and um, you know we were c- kind of going back, and I said to this guy, I go, I don't know if you're a marijuana user. I go, but you know, for me, 
I go, look, you know, you can make a lot of arguments about, uh, you know, drinking versus marijuana use and da, 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 da. And, you know, he's talking, he goes, yeah, you know, and he's going back and forth. And he goes, well, you know, you know what Snoop Dogg said? <laughs> he started the sentence with, you know what Snoop Dogg said? I go, well, this has got to be good, right. right? Right. And evidently Snoop Dogg, you know, has a, has a, a, a quote about the difference between a, a room full of people drinking alcohol and a room full of people uh, smoking marijuana. Obviously, he is a proponent of the second. Right. Yes. Right. Totally. Funny. This Snoop Dogg said. Snoop's scripture. Good. Yeah, I love that. Well, nice to have everybody back. Uh, we'll talk. The, uh, I don't even know, Andy, if I want to talk about the Bears Packers. I don't. No, that's okay. Ugh. Move on. Yeah. Me right, we'll just going to move on. I've, turned, right. yeah. I've already turned the page <laughs> two or three times. <laughs> Lindsay, <Got> congratulations. <laughs> yeah. My friend Mike Jacobowski, you know after me. the game, sends me the text. He goes, feel the love. That's what's, you know, oh, he goes, boy. that's what it's going to be like the headline in the Green Bay Gazette. What is the Green Bay paper, Lindsay? Does it have a name? Like the Green Bay Gazette? The Gazette. I think it is the Gazette. Yes. Yeah. Is it? Nice. <laughs> Good guess. Of course it is. is. The Gazette. Very alliterative. But they were very happy up there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Good Lots for Lots of love. Lots of love up there. Lots of love. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get this party started this morning because, you know, the way it starts is, uh, let's see, where is it? I, I call you. You don't call me. We uh, have the big wheel, we spin the big wheel, we figure out who we're going to call this morning, be our first caller. And let's see, oh, all right, we're going to go to Lake Zurich, hold on. First caller this morning is Marie from Lake Zurich. Marie, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. I want to paint my kitchen cabinets. What type of paint? And do I use a foam roller? Mm. And my second question is, you used to promote cat for ant control. And you can't What's find your it. new product? And you can't find it. That's correct. Right. And listen to this. I met a guy this week who said to me he used to work for the guy that invented TAT. I'm like, you're kidding me. And I go, you can't find the product anymore. He goes, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I, I need to investigate more with that. I don't know why it's unavailable. For some reason, it must be some formulation in the EPA or something that we didn't know about. It, it must have been killing more than just ants. <laughs> well, it did a great job. It did, I, I know. I ordered it twice from France this summer. From France? And as soon as it gets to my town, wow. it won't get delivered. What do they call it in France? Is it called Tetet? Teet. No, it's called Tet. <laughs> Teets. And it's, it's cheaper over there, too. Sure it is. You just can't get it. Um, okay, right. let's talk about, okay, so let's start with the ants. Um, what I switched to was, um, well, I mean, I always use tat as my spray indoors and ortho has a product called home defense that, uh, I started using. It smells a little better. It's not a foaming product, 
but it works really well. It's clear. It has a little bit of a scent, not an unpleasant scent, but it has a little bit of a scent. And um, what I've done in particular, if you use it on a, like, let's say you've got a hardwood floor or a tile floor, after you spray it, leave it there like for a day or so, because it does have residual value in particular on the surface of the floor. But you will see a slight film or sheen that's on there. Just take a damp rag, you know, a day later and wipe up the floor. But in the nooks and crannies where you sprayed it, you you should it should be effective and you should have really good results with it. So Ortho Home Defense is that product. Now on the painting of the cabinets, there's a couple ways for you to go. You don't want to spray these, you want to roll these, right? Correct. Okay. You're gonna yes. take you're gonna take the doors off the cabinets? Yes. Okay. You're going to lightly sand the cabinets, either with a oscillating sander or a pad sander, and you're also going to need a couple of medium grit sanding sponges, okay? Yes. You're going to scrape, you're going to take the little bit of the sheen off of the surface of it. You're going to then use a small four inch, you're going to need a combination between brushes and rollers, and use, buy a pack of foam rollers, and Use a primer first called Styx, S-T-I-X. And okay. you're going to prime it with that first on one side, let that dry, flip it over. It actually dries in about 45 minutes, and then you can flip it over and do the other side. And then after you do both sides, let it sit overnight so it really bonds to the surface of the wood. Then once that okay. dries... Clark and Kensington, which is a paint you can only get at Ace, makes a cabinet yeah. and trim paint, which is, my, in my opinion, the best kept secret in the painting industry. It's a self-leveling, alkalid-based paint, which means you can clean it with okay. water and soap and water. And you're going to, again, take your time now with this. So when you do the primer, once you're ready to do the primer, pay attention if you've got little areas where it pooled up or anything, sand that a little lightly to get it as smooth as possible, wipe the, the cabinet down with a rag, and then use a, a brush first to get in the nooks and crannies of the cabinets, and then roll it and pay very close attention to get it as even as possible. And at first you may see a little streaking, but just walk away and let it dry and you'll see that it self-levels. It almost looks like you spray-painted it when you're done. Okay, cabinet and trim paint. By Clark and Kensington. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Have a great day, Marie. I appreciate you being our first caller this morning. Hey, our fall refresh show is sponsored by Fireplace and Chimney Authority. They are the Fireplace Superstore. Our phone number is 857-557-4LU. We'll take a quick break and be back right after that. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Literally. From hammering drywall to hammering the guitar. From ripping wood to ripping cords. And from melting snow to melting face. Now back to your host, master of many trades, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou is our phone number. Eight 
857-557-4568. Today's Fall Refresh show is sponsored by DuPage Credit Union. Visit DuPageCU.com. DuPageCU.com is the phone number. Uh, Let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, This is James in Waukegan. Hey, Jim, you're on House Smarts Radio. There he is. I can hear him in the background. James in Waukegan. James? Hello, James? All right, James? I'm going to... I can hear him listen to the radio. Here he comes. Three, two, one. Oh. Talking to, talking to me? Are you James? No, I'm Jerry in oh. Chicago. Jerry. Oh, hi, Jerry in Chicago. How may I help you, Jerry in Chicago? <laughs> I mean, you were calling out this James. I, I just <laughs> <laughs> What's in a name? Me. I mean, look, they both start with a J, or, or do you spell yours that's with a G? Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, uh, I, I do Jerry with a J. Oh, there you go. Well, Jerry with a J, how may I help you this morning? Um, I have a, a small bathroom in uh, in the apartment that um, takes showers and, and the ceiling uh, tends to uh, get uh, flaky and, uh, um, you know, from the humidity. Right. And um, uh, at one time you talked about sticks. Right. Would that help? Uh, yeah, but so <clears throat> here's the problem is, um, you know, you probably, and I assume, uh, uh, Jerry, you don't have a, um, do you not have an exhaust fan in there? It's it's through the building, you know, they, they pull the air through the building. So, but it does, but to the best of your knowledge, it works? Yeah. yeah okay. It pulls air okay, good. Yeah. All right. That, I mean, that's a plus that at least you have something. What I would do, uh-huh. what I would do is... Um, set yourself up with a ladder. <clears throat> if you can get a palm sander, you're going to sand down the ceiling to cut the sheen off of the, and the kind of the buildup of, uh, you know, what could be a little film of mildew that you don't even see, you know, it, that's on that. You don't just want to paint over that because the, even the sticks would have a hard time sticking to that. So you're going to lightly sand that ceiling. Okay. Then, then use this bonding primer, okay, and let that cure for at least 16 hours, okay? So, you know, overnight. And that's the stick primer? The stick primer. Now, okay. let me, now let me tell you something. That sticks primer sticks to everything. So do a really good job of putting a tarp down, and when you get stuff on your hands... You're going to have to scrub your hands. I mean, I'm doing another kitchen project where I'm painting some kitchen cabinets, and I still have uh, the sticks on my hands. I went into the shower, <laughs> and I brought one of those chore boys in there to scrub my hands while I was in the shower. And uh, I, my, my skin feels very soft, by the way. Uh, but anyway, um, so do a good job of covering. Once that dries, there you then you're going to paint the ceiling with... I believe it's by Zinzer. They make a bathroom paint called Perma White. Okay. I'm assuming you want the ceiling to be white. Yeah, I was even thinking of leaving the primer. Mm, it doesn't. The problem is the primer's very good, 
but it needs a top coat. Okay. Okay. So then put that perma white over the top of that. It has a mildicide in it, and it will stick amazingly well to this primer. And I think if you do that, you'll solve the problem and uh, you won't have any issues. Jerry, thank you for calling. I'm sorry I called you James. James, we'll get to you, though, a little bit later on this morning. After we go into the WGN newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. You're tuned into Lou and House Smarts Radio. Today's fall refresh show is sponsored by DuPage Credit Union. Visit DuPageCU.com. Here they are now talking to Lou right here on 720 WGN. Welcome back to House Smarts Radio. Okay, I've said it a million times. I want you to improve your home and make it the best it can possibly be. And there's one project that we all have to uh, complete in order to do that, and that's the project of having enough money to do it. (laughs) And sometimes you need a little bit of help, right? Well, joining me on the phone line is Sue Welsh who is the Senior Vice President of Lending and Sales with DuPage Credit Union. Sue, good morning and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. It's a pleasure joining you and your listeners again. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you on because, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, angst when it comes to money and lending, but it doesn't have to be that way, in particular, if you're working with an uh, institution or group of people that um, kind of be can help you, can help you understand a lot of the options. And when it comes to DuPage Credit Union, uh, 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 an institution that actually, in a way, can save people money when they're borrowing money to do projects. That's very true. So tell me who DuPage Credit Union is. I'd love to. DuPage Credit Union is a full-service financial institution. We've been in business for 67 years, Wow! so around longer than me. I know, that's good. (laughs) We are a member-owned, I know, we are a member-owned non-for-profit, and we offer everything, checking accounts right now with, you know, yields being so high, we have a high-yield checking account. We have savings Uh, certificates of deposits, credit cards, auto loans, personal loans, mortgage loans, and, and of course, probably our biggest topic for today, our home equity loans. Right. Now, credit unions, you know, typically are people associate those with, you know, I work for, you know, General Motors, and I'm part of their credit union, or I work for a healthcare, and there's part of a credit union. But um, with DuPage Credit Union, how does someone become a member? Easy peasy. If you work or live in Kane, DuPage, Kendall, or Will County, or if you have a relative that is a member, you can be a member. Wow. It's just a question of going into uh, the location or going online and registering? Is that how it happens? Exactly. You can go online. You can even go online and determine your eligibility for becoming a member. Mm. Um, all right. Let's but we'd ta- love for people to come to the branches, too. Sure, sure. Um <laughs> So let's talk about mortgages and mortgage rates and 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 really home equity lines where you know there's a lack of inventory right uh, which is a problem but a lot of homeowners are staying put and they want to improve their current homes this is something that DuPage Credit Union can help with right 
We sure can. Um, you kind of hit on that lack of inventory, which is a problem in the purchase market. Then you add that current first mortgage rates are easily at a 20-year high. Mm. But the offset on that and the positive is home values are also at record highs. So when you combine all of that, that lack of inventory, high mortgage, but high value, it really has a lot more homeowners staying put and kind of creating their dream space in their current homes. Now, with the credit union, I mean, when you when you think about home equity lines of credit, right, um, I mean, banks typically have, you know, they offer maybe one, maybe two options for you. That That's not true for DuPage, right? The credit union offers more options for people. Can we talk about that? I, I, we sure can. We actually offer four, and each product can go to either an 80% loan-to-value or you can borrow as much as 90% of your home loan value. Wow. So of the four, yeah, we have that traditional HELOC or home equity line of credit, and that's a revolving line with a variable rate. You only pay for what you borrow, and you have 20 years to repay it. You have 10 years to draw on the line. So a lot of people choose that one if they don't have a set project in mind yet, and they just want to have some additional cash. Right. We have um, conventional equities. We have a 5, a 7, or a 10-year conventional equity, um, which have right now some really good low rates for the market. And in a conventional equity, you receive the total amount in one lump sum, and you have 20 years to pay that back as well. Wow. And again, they'll go to 80 or 90%. Then we have a flex equity, which is kind of like the hybrid of the conventional and the HELOC, where you've got a fixed rate for five years, and then the rate becomes a variable after that. You do get your money in one lump sum, and again, you have 20 years to repay that. And then, as we've talked before, my favorite, like we're kind of known for, and no one else has this, is our future home value. And you actually get to borrow against what the value of your home is once the improvements are completed. Wow. So that would be a situation where somebody says, okay, I've got this, you know, three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath uh, home, and I want to add a primary bathroom, right? I'm gonna, I really want a primary bathroom with a fancy shower and all that kind of stuff. And you work with, uh, I assume, uh, appraisers, right, to kind of figure out what a home like this would be worth in this community, and then that money gets loaned for you to be able to do that project. That's absolutely correct. We get the specs from whoever is doing the work. We have the appraiser look at the specs, like here's the value of the home now. Right. Here's what the value is going to be when we complete that, and we will lend up to 90% of that. And we'll go from, on any of our equities, we'll go from 10000 to $1 million. Our future value goes up to 200000 hmm. Wow. Um, you know, the other thing you, you mentioned, uh, obviously, you know, these different products, but people can also just do a, a straight cash-out refinance mortgage too, right, if, if that's a better option for them. Yeah, absolutely. And for some people, that is a better option. They they don't want to tie up all the additional funds, and they just want to have something fixed for 10 years, 15 years, 30 years. Um, 
it also makes easier payments the longer the term is on it. So, right. yeah, we can, we do all kinds of stuff. Right. I mean, that's the thing, right, is that the, the, the fact that, I mean, a credit union like DuPage Credit Union offers similar capabilities when it comes to banking as traditional banks do, but with a credit union, you kind of exist for the benefit of the members, correct? That is 100% correct. We do not squish people into one size fits all. We listen to their needs and we give them what they need. We don't give them what they don't need or what they don't want. And we are member owned, so we are here to serve our members. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, credit unions just offer so many options. The, the fees, a lot of fees that you would pay will be less than a bank. And um, I love the fact that on the home equity lines, you know, you offer all these different options so people can really, this can be, uh, Sue, this can be very confusing for people. So if they come to DuPage Credit Union, you folks will take the time to really explain all this to people, right? So that, you know, what part, part of what always worries me when I hear a lot of these ads and stuff where, you know, do this, it's going to be the greatest thing. And, you know, you know, I really think people have to stop and take their time to make sure that it really fits. You know, it's great to have the money in hand right now, but, you know, what's it going to feel like five years from now or 10 years from now or in some of the products you offer 20? You guys will take the time to explain it all, right? We absolutely will. We are we are local. You can go to one of our local branches and meet with someone. You can set an appointment to speak with one of our loan specialists that can actually walk you through everything. You can go online and start looking at some of the options and then call, you know, if you have a feel for something that you're looking for. But mm -hmm. we are here to serve our members. I think that we are known for the level of service that we provide. And again, we're local. You pick up the phone and you're going to talk to someone local. Yeah, I like that. I really do like that. All right, how do people get a hold of you folks over at DuPage Credit Union? Well, you can either visit one of our local branches, which is Naperville, Wheaton, or Downers Grove. You can give us a call at 800-323-2611, or you can visit us online at dupagecu.com. Sue Welsh is the Senior Vice President of Lending and Sales at DuPage Credit Union. They're good people over there. Just go to dupagecu.com to learn more. Sue, it's always nice to speak with you. Thanks so much for taking the time. You too. Thank you. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredi. Oh, wow. It's perfect. It's just what we're looking for. You may be living in your dream home. Oh, look, honey. Ducks. But it's not always a dream to take care of. So if you've got questions, now is the time to call. Cue the deer. Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. I'm fixing a hole where the rain gets in. And stops my mind from Welcome back. It's our Fall Refresh show. Today's show is sponsored by Deck Tech, the leader in deck restoration. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOO, 857-557-4568. So back to the phone lines. This is actually James in Waukegan, right? Hi, James. Yes, it is. <laughs> 
How you doing, buddy? Appreciate you hanging on. How may I help you this morning? Um, I've got a 80-year-old home with a painted basement floor. The, the, the floor has two coats of paint on it. Okay. They're really peeling. And um, additionally, the, uh, some of, in some of the places, the concrete is actually pitting. And I'm wondering what I could do about this. I'm, I'm also concerned that some of this paint is lead-based. Uh, I've been in the house 22 years. The house is 80 years old. Uh, so I don't know when previous homeowners painted that floor and if there's lead in that paint. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand anything I really do over uh, these two um, previous coats, um, if they fail, anything I put on there right. is going to fail as well. Right. Um, right. What do you What do you recommend that I could do? To my main concern is making it look better. Right. So, but but you're not. It's not a finished basement. So you're not look. You're not looking to put some sort of fancier floor over the top of this. Correct. I would consider doing an epoxy floor um, if it's going to last longer than just painting it again. Right, right. And you want to try and do this yourself? Yes. Okay, so the lead in the, you know, the lead is definitely a possibility in at least one of those layers. And so the minute you start, Mm -hmm. the minute you start scraping, um, so the, the weird thing about the rules when it comes to the EPA and stuff if you hire a contractor to do this work, they have to take all of these precautions uh, to seal up the house and do all that. But if you do it yourself as the homeowner, you don't. <laughs> and so it's kind of this funny little thing uh, about all this. But, but, you ha- but you personally should be very careful about what you do. And so, you know, in a perfect world... Okay, let's just talk about a perfect world, James. We're going to scrape it, and we're going to rent a floor, uh, basically a floor scrubber with a very aggressive pad, and we're going to remove as much of the coating as we possibly can, which creates a bunch of dust. Okay. Mm -hmm. In a less perfect world, you're going to get... And how big of an area are we talking about? It's a 1,000 square feet. Yeah, okay. So in the less perfect world... You're going to buy, there's a, or rent, there's a, a floor scraper that you can buy that has a handle, like a shovel, and on the end is a pretty wide uh, blade, you know, pretty strong, so that you don't, you're not down mm-hmm. on your hands and knees, although you will get down on your hands and knees. But for the vast majority of it, you're going to wear some gloves, you're going to wear a mask, and you're going to scrape up the, um, as much of the uh, material as you possibly can from the floor. And then... Um, you're going to put all that and bag it, and you're going to dispose of it properly. There are some uh, hazardous waste collection sites where you're in Waukegan. Um, there might be yes. one up by you that you could look up that will take this stuff. You have to pay a fee, but they'll take it. And um, then now we've got a floor that's scraped, and you've taken as much up as you possibly can. And now what I would do is... I would spot prime those areas with a, um, there's a, a primer for concrete that Rust-Oleum makes called Rock Solid. And it's kind of a, uh, almost a milky white primer, but it's very good on concrete for a floor. And you're going to put those on all the areas where you've got exposed 
concrete next to the paint. And um, once that's down and then it's dry, I would use a oil-based concrete paint over the top of what you have. Okay. You're going to get a little more flexibility out of that. You're going to get a little more hold out of that. It's going to smell a little more. So you got to make sure that you're well ventilated when you do this and um, Mm -hmm. just pick a gray or a red or whatever and go over the top of it. And, you know, is it going to, is it going to be perfect for the next 25 years? No, but you'll get a good, you know, five, six, seven, eight years before you start to see a little peeling. And, and like to your point, if the old stuff fails, the new stuff will too. But if you spend a little time on this prep work, like I mentioned, you should have a pretty good recipe for success to have it look a lot better than it looks right now. And as far as the pitting goes, if you wanted to patch that with a little concrete patch before you paint over that, you could, or you just paint it as a basement floor. It's all one color. It's sort of all blend in, and I don't think you have to worry about it. Thanks so much for holding on, and thanks so much for calling. Our phone number is 857-557-4LU. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. tuned into Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Today's Fall Refresh Show is sponsored by Deck Tech, the leader in deck restoration. Lou's talking to him now, right here on 720 WGN. Welcome back to House Smarts Radio, Lou Manfredini. This is our Fall Refresh Show. And look, I mean... The weather's changing, and we are trying to enjoy every last bit that we possibly can. And to me, boy, the fall is the best time to be outside on the deck. And I have a question. How does it look? Has it seen better days? Well, you have heard about this company on my radio show for a very long time. I'm talking about Deck Tech. Uh, Joining me on the phone line right now is Bill Molagusis, who is the founder and managing partner over at Deck Tech. Bill, good morning, and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Thanks for having us. We uh, we always appreciate talking to you and working with all, all your listeners. So. I mean, uh, I've been on the radio for 28 years, and I think that Deck Tech has been a partner uh, between what started as Mr. Fix-It Show and then turned into House Smarts Radio for almost that entire time. I agree. I, it's funny because, um, you know, fun little fact here, we were recently told we're the second longest running advertiser with WGN radio. Wow. And I didn't know that until, yeah, I, I was, I was, I, I felt the same way, but it, it was exciting to hear that. It's, it's just nice to, to see that a, a business like yours, you know, has just been so uh, successful and has such longevity. You know, I think that people that listen to the station on a regular basis know about deck tech, but maybe there's somebody listening right now that has no idea who you people are and what it is that you do. Can you, Give a little description of the kinds of services that you provide. So we are a true wood restoration and preservation company. Um, Just anything wood, right? Uh, Decks, cedar decks, uh, womanized decks, cedar fences, cedar homes. Our focus has always been on the preservation of the asset or the preservation of the structure. 
um, while at the same time giving you as much beauty as we can out of it, right, with different colors and things like that. So that's who we are really in a nutshell. We're a company that's going to come out there and not just do the aesthetics part of what we do, but we're going to make sure that that, that uh, investment lasts an awful long time. So someone's uh, listening to this now, and they're like, man, you know, i got to call that guy Bill. He seems to know what he's talking about. I'm looking out at my deck. It doesn't look so great. Um, what's the process like, um, you know, start to finish? How, how does it work at Deck Tech? Well, a couple things. It, it just, you know, we could talk about the whole process, right? If yeah. you are a loyal, uh, you know, WGN customer that calls in, it's a pretty quick process in terms of turning around the price. We just update your existing price because we have everything in our system. We get your price. And at that point, we're going to come out there, schedule a cleaning visit where we'll come out there and whether we're cleaning the deck or stripping a deck that has a solid or a semi-solid stain on it, uh, we will schedule that. And then usually four to six days later, depending on the weather, we're going to come back out to do a few things, right? We're going to mask off the home. We're going to mask off your landscaping. That's one of the most amazing parts of what we do when mm. I see our guys in action in the field because it's really an extensive process. We're going to sand that surface down uh, for a lot of reasons, right? We, we're going to raise some wood when we're clean or some wood grain when we're cleaning it. So we're going to want to make sure it's as smooth as possible so it looks as good. And it also is opened up to take the sealer that we're going to put right. in. We'll nail down. Yeah, we'll nail down any nails, and then from there we're going to apply a sealer to all the vertical and horizontal surfaces using a, a brush and roll technique. So we're not spraying and kind of walking away from the deck. We're really trying to work this product into the wood. And, and that's about, like I said, a six- to seven-day process, depending on the time of the year we're in there. And, you know, if it's rainy season, sometimes we're getting pushed back on the seal. Obviously, that's weather-dependent. You know? Bill, when it comes to, like, colors, do people have choices uh, when it comes to the maybe the, the, the color of the staining that you're going to do? Absolutely. So what we figured out over 34 years or so, there are – you know, nine colors that we feel people are, that are very, very popular. Um, so we offer these nine colors for no extra cost. It doesn't matter what color, it's going to be the same price. Uh, we also have some custom blends. It's a little more money, not, not too much, but we're also, uh, we're, we consider ourselves more of a boutique uh, company. We want to give that little extra service in terms of uh, if there is a special color somebody wants or a real color match to their existing wooden home or something like that. Right. So um, there's nine colors that we offer in what we call the DT or the Deck Tech 1000 product line, which we manufacture and blend ourselves. It's a private, you know, it's a uh, proprietary product. Right. Um, and then we also use some of the best materials from Sherwin-Williams and, 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 uh, uh, and, and, and Pittsburgh Paints uh, for any solid stuff that we don't manufacture right. ourselves. Now, you, you don't just do decks, right? You'll do other structures as well around the home, correct? Yes, we will, yes. So gazebos, uh, like I had mentioned early on, fences, uh, cedar homes, um, one, of the, one of the new product lines or services that we're going to offer here in the near future is cedar shake roofing, too. Oh. So we feel like that's 
some space that we, 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 we need to get in. People are struggling in that area. And that's a massive investment when you start talking about roofs right. and preserving those roofs. Now, um, you know, you, you talked a little bit about the process and, and what you guys do. I mean, one of the nice things, you, you mentioned that if you have existing customers, they might be in the system. But for new people, if they wanted an estimate, they don't even really need to be home, right? Because you can send somebody to go in the backyard if you give them information on how to reach them. You can give an estimate just about any time, right? Correct. So, um, and that's something that I kind of failed to follow through on when you asked that original question. Existing customers, real pretty quick, right? Get your quote, get you right back. If you are a new customer, I would say, first of all, welcome. Uh, and, and, And what we would do there is just get one of our sales consultants or our estimators out there. They'll do the field takeoff, and they will get you a quote as well. And as you pointed out, they don't have to be there. You know, they're more than welcome to be there. We enjoy sort of the interaction sure. so that we can kind of get a sense of what's important to them. But um, we can be there to actually walk through our process with them a little bit. Or, like you had mentioned, we can just get out there and get the quote to you. Because I know a lot of folks are busy and they don't have time necessarily to well, sit around. And, you so. know, the thing with, with the service that you provide, I mean, I get a lot of people, you know, the call and, um, and they like, I want to do it myself. And, um, you know, the, the, you said something, you know, about the sanding, you know, how that really is the most critical part of it. And it takes a lot of time and you need the right equipment. And, you know, you, a lot of times, and I'm a big proponent, Bill, of, of people doing stuff themselves, but, you know, it's all of a sudden you get halfway through and I'm sure you've had customers do this. I got halfway through and I just couldn't do it anymore. Come and save me. And, um, I have been uh, a customer of yours. You, you guys have done work for me in the past. The work is good, the price is good, and the results are fantastic. Well, I appreciate that. We That's well, what we strive to do for anybody, right? So, um, I, yeah, you know, I'm a big proponent of do-it-yourselfers, too. I, we did, you know, I would do my own deck, even though we owned this company when we were younger. And I'll tell you, what took me a whole weekend, our guys would be, you know, through it in a much, sometimes multiple weekends, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing, and I see it, and I think sometimes that's probably one of the biggest oversights when we do things ourselves, right, is the preparation of that surface. You said it, sanding is very important. Yeah. That is always the most critical piece, and, and really the most difficult piece to nail down is to try to get 100% of that surface prepped correctly, right? right? And then the other thing that I've done in the past is underestimate the amount of time it's going to take. And then you get into these scenarios where you're rushing through it because you know you got to go back to work on Monday. (laughs) Now, uh, certainly you can do the deck test process uh, any time of year. But I have always said that, you know, fall is really one of the ultimate times. The sun is not as hot and the cooler temperatures actually slow down the curing of the the stain in the sealer that you use so people still have time to get this done before winter comes correct correct 100 percent. i know that you don't normally do sales i've 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 done business with you guys and i've read your ads for over 25 years i don't think you've ever done this before and you're now having a special offer uh, for listeners and people who want to get this work done and, and can get it done before winter comes. Talk to me about that. So, you know, it's always been, you know, uh, a policy of the company to give our customers the best value, the best price right out of the gates. We're not big fans of kind of the flashing red light marketing mm. 
components, right? Where we're, we're factoring our price or our, and our discount, give that discount, which really aren't discounts. So this is a true discount, what we're offering. And one of the reasons we're doing it, Lou, is we're trying to give our new and existing customers options that if they're willing to wait until after August, after September, uh, to get it done, they can save money and still get the same high quality uh, of service and product that we use all year round. Um, and I would also say, if I could just throw another thing in there, is the winter is the absolute worst season for the deck. I mean, people don't realize mm -hmm. that. And just to really make sure they're protecting their asset, it's not just aesthetics. It's the really the preservation of that investment. And I think when people, what we're finding now by encouraging folks to do it right before winter, um, you know, we're finding that when they, when spring hits, they're on their decks ready to enjoy it, you know, ready to relax, to recharge, and uh, to kind of get ready for the week that lies ahead at work. And that's really what we're trying to do is let people get that, that, that re-energize themselves yeah. by going out there and spending some quality, you know, personal time all right with the tell the listeners and people uh all over the we i mean in the chicagoland area anyway how do they get a hold of you to take advantage of your services and the deals they can get uh thank you for asking so you can call us at 1-800-956-3325 uh that's 1-800-956-DECK for anybody that don't does don't have that does not have a pen hmm. uh, to do that um they can they can email us at sales at decktechinc.com, or they could visit our website at restoreyourdeck.com. Uh, and then really, it's really simple. If they do the electronic version, they fill out a very simple form. We'll get right back to you. Um, and then, like I said, any of our repeat loyal customers will update that quote right away and get it out. And any new customers, we'll get somebody out there uh, within, I, I know we contact folks within 24 to 48 hours, and we're trying to get out there within five days, you know, to get you a quote and, and get that program rolling forward for you. Bill Molagusis is the founder and managing partner at Deck Tech. Their phone number is 800-956-DECK. Bill, really nice to speak with you this morning. Thank you, Lou. Appreciate it, as always. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is 857-557-4-LOU. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Open the morning and out to school. Time now for our word of the day. I don't understand. Some of the words are a little too sophisticated for you. It doesn't make any sense. It might be paradoxical on a home improvement show. Well, of course it does. It's smart. I used a thesaurus. On every word? Yep. But we like to teach you a thing or two. They are warm, nice people with big hearts. And that became their humid, prepossessing homo sapiens with full-sized aortic pumps. Now back to Lou on House Smarts Radio. Up in the morning and out to school. Yeah, it's our, it's our word of the day. By the way, our fall refresh show that is today is sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. More info at getacomfyhome.com. Don Kleppen has not been around for a word of the day in a while, so welcome back, Don. Thank you. Looking forward to this. Uh, all right, and then this word. Well, what was the word last week? It was a difficult word, right? It was, we were, what was the word last? We, 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 we need a list of words, but anyway, last week's word was, I can't remember. There were a couple, Don, while you were away that were a little difficult to Aff do. This one. Was it affable? This one, I think, is a good word. 
Go ahead, Andy. I think it was affable last week. Nice. It was, oh, it was affable. affable. Remember, you yeah. were telling everyone how affable you were? I ran into a guy at, a, at Misericordia. He goes, Lou, listen to you all the time. You're such an affable guy. He just brought it up at the oh Misericordia family. In the wild. Well done. Nice. Very there nice. Go. I go, and I was like, if I had a horn, I'd blow it. <laughs> well, you Something can kind of do it with this, with this word, too. This word is a good one, uh, and I think it'll this be one's about very you too. easy. This is what? Well, yeah, I said I guess this one's about you, is. too. But, I, but, I, but see, now, I honestly think that this word, it kind of has a negative connotation to me. Hmm. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Maybe I did it wrong. No, no, no. You didn't do it wrong. But when I hear this, it all... It, okay. So, uh, oh, it no. Well, is, then I got to get up another one. No, no, no. It's a noun. The word is pundit. Pundit. Okay. Pundit. 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 Someone who is usually considered an expert on a particular subject and who shares their opinion on that subject in a public setting, such as on television or radio programming. Or a ah. podcast. Pundit. Or a podcast. Or a podcast. <laughs> yeah, but you know, when you think about, oh, yeah, you know, these political pundits, you know, <laughs> yeah. you hear that. Oh, totally. Like, that totally. kind of, to me, is like, oh, I got to listen. That, I oh, always great. equate. Well, no. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm trying you to keep come up with the words. I, I, you're she right. Got to, she did, no, no, no. That's the word. It's the word of the day. We're not changing it. We just, you know. I, and I like the fact that you. Do, she has no discussion with me whatsoever when she f- picks the word. No, it makes it's it all fun. on her. Yeah, it makes it fun. And then I look, and everyone has a different opinion about that word. I don't know. Do right. you, either of you, Andy or Don, have an opinion about the word? No, it's fine. Yeah, I would say it is fine. I know what you mean, though, Lou, where like, there are times when, depending on <laughs> oh, the, the... I am getting the dirtiest of looks just, right now. It, I wish this was on television. <laughs> it, it only, I said fine. <laughs> right. It's, it's fine. It's so fine. <laughs> the, it's fine. It's very fine. Don, you feel... <laughs> I feel mm. it. Oh, my God. That is so... Okay, Y'all the word is... pundits. I'll just, <laughs> <laughs> that is the word. All right. Don, are you, again, uh, I thank you for hanging on, you guys, because I have lots of interviews today, so I appreciate you hanging on. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's do this. We're running late uh, for a checkup on our news headlines with Don Kleppen. Time now for Noodaloo 2. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New to. New to Lou. Good times. Noodle salad. No noodles. It's new to Lou. But he does love a good pasta. Now we eat, okay? One up, I eat everybody. Now back to Lou Manfredini, New to Lou 2, and House Smarts Radio. Papa's got a brand new bag. Time for our Noodaloo 2, and it's sponsored by... ChevyDriveChicago.com. When you need a new ride, you need a new Chevy. By the way, you know in the Chevy ads, uh, they talk a lot about the Chevy HD, which is a great truck. I have a Silverado. Mine's a 1500, so it's the in the weight class. It's the lowest weight class about what it can carry. But talk about technology that I just figured out. I was pulling a trailer, and when you connect the trailer to the truck and you hit the blinker, and you're turning left, the camera on the left side of the truck turns on, and then you can see the trailer behind you as you turn on your screen. And the same is on the right. It's like super-duper technology on the Chevy Silverado. Just throwing that out there as an aside. Uh, speaking of technology, wait, now, I haven't heard the Noodaloo 2 yet. I know what it is. But do you talk about the colors of and what they mean? 
I do a little bit. Mm. You know that your front door can have a huge impact on the overall appearance of your home, right? It's about curb appeal, right? And, um, and it's a great way and it's an easy way to kind of enhance the look and the overall value of your home. And our Noodaloo 2 is going to make that project super easy. Take a listen. First impressions last a lifetime, right? And since your front door is the first thing people see when they pay that visit, what impression is yours giving? Since today's show is all about giving your home a fall refresh, why not freshen up your front door with this weekend's New Tulu 2? Rustoleum's door and trim paint. The color of your front door actually tells a lot about a person and the house they're living in. It might even help sell that house, or maybe not help you sell that house. For example, a recent Zillow survey showed that a black front door tends to rake in the highest offer price. Where gray doors don't seem to do quite the trick. White is a clean slate and red is a symbolic welcome. Actually, in Scotland, a red front door means your mortgage has been paid off. So that'd be nice. If you're looking to splash some color on your front door and make a statement, Rustoleum's door and trim paint is great for the project. It's an oil-based paint that dries three times faster than other oil-based paints. You just apply with a good brush or a roller for a nice satin sheen that's durable and chip resistant. The paint dries to the touch in 45 minutes and then you can recoat after an hour and it'll be fully dry in six hours. Easy cleanup with soap and water, less odors, works on exterior and interior metals, wood and fiberglass doors, and on your trim. The paint comes in quartz and it looks like they start at about 25 bucks depending on where you buy them. So time to get to work, freshen things up, and make that good first impression. For more information, check out Lou's House Smart's YouTube channel and be sure to click that subscribe button while you're there. You know, the thing with the door and trim paint from Rustoleum, it is is an oil-based paint, so that means you got to make sure you do a good job of uh, covering up areas cuz the cleanup will be with mineral spirits. But the uh, durability of the oil base in particular, a lot of you will uh, call in or text about I have a fiberglass door and I want to paint it, what should I use? This is the product. Little bit of prep, sanding it down. And they've done something with the technology, as Lindsay mentioned, it dries faster. Normally with an oil-based paint, it really takes a long time. So the beauty of this is you can do it while the door is on the hinges. Just open it up, do your painting, you know, set up your uh, drop cloths, <clears throat> a good roller, good brush, and um, and uh, it it will it'll be great. And uh, it really, really is nice. And they have a bunch of pre-mixed colors that can make a huge difference. All right. You can go to oh go to uh, youtube.com slash housemarts TV to learn more. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. This is Cynthia in Chicago. Hi Cynthia. Or James. This is James. Yes, Hi James. Good How morning. are you? How are you, James? How, Good. Many How are you, you today? Good. Um, I was cleaning out my gutters about three weeks or four weeks ago. And I noticed um, on the top of the furnace, I guess maybe it's a chimney. I don't know. It's not a fireplace, so it's just a furnace uh, release. And the metal thing on top that covers the top, I guess it's, my nephew called it a rain guard maybe. Um, am it I, was wait, wait, out. wait, am I looking? <clears throat> We're talking about on the outside of the house on top of your chimney. Yes, correct. Okay, okay. Uh, All on right. top of the chimney, yeah. Got it, got it. Okay. And... 
I sent a picture a couple of weeks ago, um, and I was just wondering. He said I could probably. I don't want to call a chimney company. It looks relatively easy. It's like 16 inches square, maybe 18 inches, and it's got some screws. It looks like it just unscrews, and I could just put a new one on there. Okay. How tall is this chimney? So, um, I would say it's probably no more than uh, maybe three or four feet high from the from the flat roof. Oh, okay. So, in other words, you can get up onto the flat roof. Oh yes, I get up there and I blow out the. the I blow so, out the. So you're already yes. com- you're already comfortable being up there. Oh yeah, I don't have a problem. It's not it's not that difficult okay. at all. And I'm so then fifty eight. You're at a boy, at a boy, and uh, so you're gonna so you're gonna be up there, and you, the screws, the ca- I mean, yes, those caps are readily available. Uh, you just need to measure when you look at it. Did you go? Did you look at it from the roof, or did you, is it a clay pipe sticking up, or a metal pipe? Oh, it's it's metal. It's like it's like a cheap kind of a tinny kind of a stuff. No, no, no. The chimney that it's connected to with the screws is that a clay pipe coming up? Um, I don't really you know. know. I My don't point think is, it is, you want to measure that, right, mm-hmm. so that you can either order or go to a supply house to buy it, and um, and then literally you take the old one off, you put the new one on, and you tighten the screws, and you're done. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I, I, I think that's what I was told. But where would he told me to go to Menards? I've looked at every Menards in the world, and I don't see anything like that. Uh, I mean, I think that there are some. The big boxes may carry that. I, you actually can probably special order from uh, a hardware store, or there's chi- you know a lot of these chimney and fireplace supply houses that are out there. Um, you know, do I don't a lot of them though don't sell. sell Retail, like you know, today is our our refresh show, and and uh, we're we're uh, the fireplace and chimney authority is one of the sponsors. They actually would be a place you could probably contact to buy that chimney cap. Okay, you know, okay. I'll look into that because I want to do it before the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did, I was able to kind of put it back because it started to fall in a little bit because the the sides started to, they rusted out so. I need to get it done before sooner than later because I, I assume that water going into there or snow would not be good. Correct. And if it's rusted out, pop the new one off or pop the old one off, pop the new one on, tighten it up. Don't if it is a clay pipe, don't over tighten it because you could crack that pipe. Okay, I, I see that. Um, thank you. Can I get one last question, real quick? Sure. I had um, windows installed last year by Pella, and they're the slide type from left to right. Yep. Um, and when it rains and it hits the window, water comes in one side. Is that supposed to be? No. So Because um, there's like a little, the track, there's water on almost every window that it hits, it comes in. Yeah. You did this last year? Last, um, yeah, last year, May, okay. last year, 2022. I would, I would contact Pella. They have a technical, um, they, they typically have technical people on the road that will come out there. It might be an installation issue. It might be the windows are not pitched correctly. It might be something with the track, but those sliders, when it rains, if water hits the track should not be coming inside the house. Gotcha. I, I didn't think that was normal. No, I, I can't absolutely. Imagine that they allow abs- water to come in there. Absolutely not. 
All right, Lou, listen to you every morning on Saturday on my way to work. I appreciate your time. You're a good man. Thank you very much for doing that. 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. Like I said, our Fall Refresh show is sponsored by the Fireplace and Chimney Authority, the Fireplace Superstore. We'll take a quick break. and be back right after this. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini. Oh, it's perfect. It's just what we're looking for. You may be living in your dream home. Oh, look, honey. Ducks. But it's not always a dream to take care of. So if you've got questions, now is the time to call. Cue the deer. Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. I'm fixing a home <laughs> when the rain gets in. Welcome back. And stops my mind. 857 557 Lou. Our Fall Refresh show is sponsored by DuPage Credit Union. Visit DuPageCU.com. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is uh, Jerry in Tinley Park. Hi, Jerry. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. Good morning, Lou. I just caught the tail end of uh, a new to you, Lou. Um, (laughs) And I understand it's a Rust-Oleum product. It is. uh, You can put on your garage door. Um... I'm looking for something to put on my garage door. What What is your garage door made of? Yeah, you could put it on your garage it's a, door. It's aluminum. It's aluminum door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, you could do that. No. It's an oil-based door and trim paint. And while they while they kind of purport it to be a front door uh, thing, if it's a metal door, it, you can use it on metal, on fiberglass, on wood. It absolutely could be put on a on a. Uh, on a garage door. They're pre-mixed colors. What color are you looking for? Um, like a beige color, something like that. Yeah, they may have a beige. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Uh, they, they have white. They have red. Uh, yeah, I, I bet they have a like an off-white kind of color. And, you know, the, the key with anything, right, when it comes, Jerry, to uh, any kind of paint project, it's that you, you know, you got to do the prep work, right? And I was just going to ask you, do I need to prime that first and pressure wash before that? I would, uh, I would lightly sand down the surface, okay, kind of even it yeah. all out. Then, I don't know that you got to pressure wash it, but take a hose and a, and a sponge with literally some uh, dish soap and a bucket of water and, you know, sponge down the door and get it as clean as possible. This door and trim paint is self-priming, so you can go right over the top of it with that. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, thank you, Lou. Appreciate it. You got it, bud. I appreciate you calling this morning. Thank you. You have a great day as well. Um, So uh, this is our Fall Refresh show. We're uh, talking a lot about information that uh, you need. Uh, Coming up after the news at the top of the hour, we are going to celebrate Pirate Day, which is Tuesday. Uh, And um, (laughs) I have a story to start National Pirate Day, which I think you'll find very interesting, along with a new batch of pirate jokes, of course, right? Our Fall Refresh show is sponsored by Deck Tech, the leader in deck restoration. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. 
have a question for Lou? Well, I've got a problem from that cold snap we had. My heater went out. Now's the time to call. I have a 20-year-old granite countertop, and I was just wondering how I would feel it. Lou Manfredini's taking your calls live right here. And that laminate floor is going to shine like the top of the Chrysler building. And right now on House Smarts Radio. Well, I'm working on a building. It's our fall it's refresh show. I'm holding up the blood stain. Sponsored by Deck Tech, the leader in deck restoration. Our phone number is 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Um, good job, men, uh, in both of you using your uh, pundit uh, word today. Don, uh, you, uh, Don, uh, I just have to, just a little bit of a critique, a little cocky. <laughs> you used the word and then you paused. I did. He was waiting yeah. for the imperial horns. You just got to go. You just uh, got to go. You know, because, I mean, I realize, I mean, you know, the thing is I asked the audience to pay attention and I should too. You're right. And then, so listen, I appreciate both of you playing along. Listen, the, I, to be fair, the pause was actually because I was writing that tease as I was going because the word <laughs> came only a minute before my newscast. Right, so this did. was, it this did, was in it the did, midst it of did, it, for it sure. It did. It did. Um, now, you know, you, you too and Lindsay, of course, know that uh, how much I love uh, pirate jokes. Oh, yeah. Right, I mean, and so Tuesday, we, you know, all kinds of things, along with the word of the day and everything like that, you know, we have all these different, you know, days and stuff. Later, I'll tell you what, today is national this, national that, but Tuesday is national pirate day. Talk like a pirate day, right? That's what it is. So we won't be on the air on Tuesday. And so um, <clears throat> I have some jokes, but I really want to start, I want to set it up with a story. So if you'll indulge me, the audience, for just a minute, and Don and Andy, you too, you know, long ago, when sailing ships ruled the waves, a captain and his crew were in danger of being boarded by a pirate ship. And as the crew became frantic, the captain bellowed to his first mate, bring me my red shirt. And the first mate quickly retrieved the captain's red shirt, which the captain put on and led the crew to battle the pirate boarding party. Although there were casualties that occurred among the crew, the pirates were repelled. Later that day, the lookout screened that there were two pirate vessels sending boarding parties again, and the crew cowered in fear. But the captain, calm as ever, bellowed, bring me my red shirt. Once again, the battle was on. However, the captain and his crew repelled both boarding parties. Though this time there were even more casualties. Weary from the battles, the men sat around the deck that night, recounting the day's occurrences, when an ensign looked up at the captain and asked, Sir, why did you call for that red shirt before the battle? The captain, giving the ensign a look that only a captain can give, extorted, If I'm wounded in battle, the red shirt does not show the wound, and thus you men will continue to fight unafraid and the men you know all thought about this and they thought huh that's pretty good well then they sat in silence the courage of this man as dawn came the next morning the lookout screamed that there were pirate ships 10 of them with boarding parties on their way the men became silent they looked at the captain their leader for his usual command and the captain calm as ever bellowed Bring me my brown pants. <laughs> nice. It took a while to get there, oh, but it was boy. good. So worth it. Arrgh. That's great stuff. Arrgh. Arrgh. 
Tuesday, so National good. Talk Like a Pirate Day, people. Uh, you know, you're just not getting this kind of radio up and down the dial, just yeah. so you know. This is value. Right? This is value, people. This is value added. I mean, I give you a lot of information about how to work on your home, but then also... You're... You're kind of like some a stuff pundit. you re- some stuff you really don't need. <laughs> tell you what, though, I think Hello? we could all use did a pair of what? brown pants. Tell you that. I can hear you. What did you say? What did you say? I said you're kind of like a pirate pundit. Oh, pause for porn, please. See, there's a pause there. Here we go. Waiting. There you go. Thank yeah. you very much. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. This is Charles in Northbrook. Hey Charles, you're on House March Radio. Good morning. Morning, Lou. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. How may I help you? Well, I'm getting my uh, house new suffet fascia gutters and siding. I was wondering, they want to take out my gable vents. Should I keep them? They want to take out the gate. They want to take them out and. And cover them up? Yeah, with the siding. Um, you know, do, do, uh, you know what? There's here's the thing, Charles. In my opinion, there's no such thing as too much ventilation or too much insulation in an attic space. And so, if if you don't mind, if you like, if the look of the gable vents will look fine with the new siding, soft and fascia. I see no reason to eliminate them, right? Because more ventilation up in that area, in my opinion, is better. And uh, you're, you're not doing, do you have roof vents typically right now? Or yeah, right I have now? eight of them. You got eight of them, and then they're going to, they, and you will have soffit vents as well? Yeah, they're going to open up my soffits more yeah. than what they have. I would leave it. I, there's no reason to take them out. The cross flow won't make it too cold up there? Well, too cold up there, if the attic is well insulated, is not a problem. That's actually a benefit, right? That's the, 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 the physics of how we do attics is we want the attic to be as close to the outside temperature as possible. It's never exactly the same because... You got heat gain from the sun hitting the roof and everything like that, and it is closed in. But that's how you control um, mildew and mold, by having as much ventilation up there as possible. But you just got to make sure that the attic is insulated well, too. Okay, because I'm getting insulation blown in also. If you have eight vents and they're going to... So, uh, how how do I put this? If it were me, I would leave them. If you eliminated them, if they open up enough of those vents down below and they put insulation baffles there, then you're probably fine without it. If if visually you would like to see those attic or those gable vents taken away. Okay. No, I'd rather keep them if I could. Then you keep them. Sounds good. All right, bud. Appreciate you calling. Thank you, Lou. 857 Lou, 857-557-4568. It's time to hear from Lindsay about what's new at Builder Supply Outlet. 
Thanks, Lou. Reluctant to redo your bathroom shower due to cost, mess, and downtime? Discover JetCoat. JetCoat is a luxury vinyl glue-up system with panels that click and lock together. Get a sleek subway tile or marble look without the mess. Installs over waterproof backer board or existing tile and easy enough to do yourself. The click and lock seam joints are leak-proof, so no need to caulk. Stylish and a major cost saver. Spruce up your shower with JetCoat shower wall systems. In stock now at Builder's Supply outlet. You're listening to Lou Madfredini. Hi, Elise. Hi, I was wondering about exterior brick staining, if you had a recommendation of a product to use. He's answering your questions. Who's going to do this work? Uh, myself and my husband. And taking your calls live. Tell me about the brick you have now. Um, it's ugly. That's all I know. All you have to do is call. You know, a, a couple that stains brick together stays together. Right here on House Smarts Radio. Today's Fall Refresh Show is sponsored by DuPage Credit Union. Visit DuPageCU.com, 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Uh, by the way, uh, well, let's just go back to the phone lines right now and talk with uh, Linda, who is in Roselle. Hi, Linda. You're on House Marts Radio. Wow. Okay, on my bucket list. But Lou, I have a sun garden window. The ho- it was original to the house was built in the late seventies. Okay. It, the uh, thermal paint has gotten cloudy. We've gone to the uh, local glass place, and they have offered. A three-eighths inch thermal pane and a quarter-inch plate. Big difference in price. I just like to know. Wait, hold on. Is say, there say, that wait, much wait, wait. advantage? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Say that again. They're offering uh, three-eighths inch what? Thermal pane. Okay. Versus a quarter-inch plate glass. Right now, it's it's thermal pane. That's why it's got cloudy on the inside. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. Can't see out of it. Right. But you don't want single pane. Well, there's a quarter-inch plate. Yeah, but quarter-inch plate, but a quarter-inch plate glass. Th- this is a, a, a without the thermal pane. So that thermal pane, when you have the double window, right? The, the, and the right. air gap, and that's the most efficient on a window. A single pane piece of glass, though it's quarter-inch, is just not you know the transfer of the heat loss without that air gap. That that window's not going to be as efficient as it would be. Like, what what's the difference between the two prices? Uh, the thermal pane is six hundred and thirty-two, and the quarter-inch plate is two seventy-five. Yeah, I mean, and that's for the uh, a, a complete window replacement. Um, just a minute, Joe. Is that the complete window replacement, or just the? Not just the sashes. Just the glass. Just the glass. Oh, Lord. I, and I don't think Sun Garden windows, I would replace the whole window, but they're not made anymore. Right. Well, okay. So, okay. If you're going to spend $600, okay, I would replace the whole mm-hmm. window and I would call Gilkey to give you a price. And then you'd have a... But do they make the Sun Garden type window where it looks like a little, where it sticks out and has... Uh, they do offer that, but it's going to be, but that's going to be more... Okay. All right. Hold on a second. Now I'm when you when you said I thought you said Sun Guard 
which is another no, brand. No, Sun Garden. Sun it's Garden. A so it's a garden window. window. Okay. That's it fine. It looks like you, a little bay, you, a little, yeah, little yeah, bay window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're just going to come in and replace the glass. That's all they're going right, to do is replace the glass. Just do the quarter plate. For that window, right. for that window, because I assume you put plants and stuff on it, right? Right. Yeah. Single pane. It's like a little greenhouse, and you're fine. That's fine. 200 and some odd dollars. Have them come out and do that, and you should be okay. Okay. Thank you. That's what I wanted to know. I I needed an educated opinion. <laughs> well, I'm no size Sims, but I'll do my best. Okay. Thank, thank you, you very much. Appreciate you coming. The late, great size Sims. An educated consumer is our best customer. Uh, hey, by the way, it's September. And it's time for another Toro September Product of the Month giveaway. Enter to win the Toro 60-Volt Max Brushless Leaf Blower at WGNRadio.com slash contest. This battery-powered blower is an aerodynamic beast to make small work of huge piles. Even the heaviest wet leaves go from zero to, get this, 157 miles per hour in 1.3 seconds flat. Then you push the button, that is a variable, variable speed trigger, turbo boost, even has cruise control. The brushless motor, and it runs uh, smart technology, delivers more power, more runtime, and a longer life. And of course, the interchangeable battery works with the full line of up to 75 plus Toro tools for all season power. Here's how you enter to win the 60 volt max brushless leaf blower. It's the product of the month. Go to WGNRadio.com slash contests. That's WGNRadio.com slash contests. This sweepstake ends Saturday, September 30th at 11.59 p.m. Central. WGNRadio.com slash contests. All right, 857-557-4LOO. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Uh, we've got a lot more House Smarts Radio coming up and a lot more information for you in our fall refresh show. Uh, the whole idea is uh, of us trying to teach you about different items that can help you not only in the fall but throughout the year. And coming up after the news, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about heat pumps. You hear me talking about Mitsubishi and these uh, what they call split systems and I think there's a lot of uh, uh, confusion about these systems, and I have mentioned that if I was going to build a new house today or was putting on a room addition, this is exactly how I would heat and cool the home. Simple, quiet, efficient, and it works. Uh, we're going to have a, a very uh, thorough uh, talk about uh, these heating and cooling systems for your home coming up after this report of WGN Radio News with Don Kleppen. You're listening to Lou and House Smarts Radio. This fall refresh show is sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. More info at getacomfyhome.com. Or hey, stick around right now because Lou is going to tell you more right here on 720 WGN. Welcome back to House Smarts Radio. I've said this once. I've probably said it a thousand times. If I was building a brand new house right now, I would heat and cool the entire home with a split system. And when I say that, people just don't understand what it is. And I go, oh, no, no, this is the greatest thing ever. And you've heard me on the show talk about the Mitsubishi heating and cooling. And 
So I, I figured as part of our refresh, and you want to be comfortable right in the fall, I wanted to uh, get a little 411 about all this. So joining me on the phone line is uh, Anthony Balokis, who is the regional sales manager for Mitsubishi Electric Train HVAC. Anthony, good morning, and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Thank you for having me on your show today. That's a long title, man. That I mean, does that when you hand someone your business card, does it go around the back? I have no longer used business cards, Lou. <laughs> I use a QR code oh, because of that same right. exact reason. You are right. It, it is very long. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> That's where it's all going. I love it. Okay. Um, That's right. I know what a split system is or a mini split. And, and I know that Mitsubishi makes more than that, but I, I was just, I just had a meeting with an architect and I was talking about this project I'm doing. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to do a mini split. Oh, they're great. You know, like they all understand it. People in the trades all understand it and the, and the designers and whatnot. But for those that don't know what a mini split system is, can you please inform us? Absolutely. So everyone thinks of their standard furnace or standard air conditioner with ductwork. And, and Mitsubishi back in 1982 came into the United States with this mini split concept that's used all over the rest of the world. Um, and is continuing to grow here in the United States, but a mini split easiest way for me to describe it is you're going to have one indoor unit that most of the time is mounted on a wall up a little bit higher. So closer to the ceiling and it's going to get connected with copper lines to an outdoor air conditioner, if you will. We call them heat pumps because we can actually provide heating and air conditioning out of the outdoor unit, unlike what most people are used to. Um, and those two systems get connected, and then we control them with your standard thermostat or a controller, and we can turn them on and off, and they produce heating and cooling in a specific space in your home. So I can, I can be very comfortable in certain spaces at certain times of the day. But it is a little confusing if you've never seen one or you've never been to our website or you've never been in a home or a business and have actually witnessed and seen one in person. So it can be a little confusing for some, for sure. So this, um, it's called a cassette, right, that mounts on the wall in the industry. But then there's also, in new construction, you have the ability to mount it up in the framing where somebody could walk into a room and just look, oh, there's a vent up there. I, I know what a vent looks like because I've seen that in a traditional furnace all the time. That's an option for people as well, like in a new construction or a, or a remodel situation, right? That's right. Yeah. So we can do things on a wall. We can do things on a floor. We can do things in the ceiling. And just recently, because we're always trying to innovate and be creative and, and have new products coming out, we did finally come out with a brand new coil that can go on top of your furnace, your existing furnace, and have our Mitsubishi outdoor unit so that you get the best of both worlds. Think of it as a hybrid car or dual fuel system where you can utilize a gas-fired furnace, you utilize our technology for cooling and for heating on those, on those days that are a little frigid outside and you need some heating, but you don't, you don't need a lot of heating. Um, so we're always trying to innovate, but you're right. We can go in a ceiling, high wall, up on the wall, low wall, in the floor, or even now we can, we can connect into your existing ductwork in your furnace. Now, in your in your existing home. Now, twenty years ago, the knock was that heat pumps could not keep up with the demands of really really cold weather, and um, 
you know, they, they were fine, you know, in Florida or Georgia, you know, but here in the Midwest, Minnesota, you know, Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan, um, I don't know, it just gets too cold. Can't do a heat pump. The technology has changed dramatically, hasn't it? Yeah, that's right. So a standard heat pump is still that same technology where when we get to about 47 degrees outside, um, we do that. We, all heat pumps will have a D rate, if you will. So they, they won't produce as much heat below 47 degrees, but Mitsubishi has come out with new technology. Uh, it's been about seven, eight years at this point called hyperheat technology, where we can deliver sufficient heating capacities as low as five degrees outside. Mm. And we keep on running even down as my, as low as minus 13 ambient temperature outside. And so in our market, we have over 65 homes that are solely sourced heated and cooled with our product, meaning there's no other backup heating in this, in the, in the property. And it's all heated with Mitsubishi electric. And we've had no issues over the last five to six years since these, these projects have been completed. Wow. So we do have the new technology. It does work. And we've been seeing it work in all these new, in this, in these uh, new home applications that we're putting our product in. You, you touched on, you know, you said the word electric and I mean, that's another big uh, kind of buzzword now, right, is that there's this big movement to get away from burning fossil fuels and greenhouse gases. And while certainly, you know, uh, electric, um, you know, power plants, many of them still uh, operate on coal. Illinois actually is not reliant as much on coal as other states are, but there's no gas line to any of this. It's all electric. And these uh, inverters or these heat pumps, they're very, very efficient. Yeah, so the definitely everything's all electric. We have no gas connected to any of our units. And and so we we can't we have the ability to to with our inverter compressor. You mentioned the word inverter, and we have the ability to either slow down or speed up the amount of heating and cooling that's needed for a specific space at a specific time to deliver the amount of heating and or cooling that you need in that space. And by doing that, we conserve and save a lot of energy. But more importantly, we make the home extremely comfortable for the, for the homeowner. So when we're in that home, if you want a specific temperature, we can maintain that temperature while keeping the energy cost as low as possible because we can slow the compressor down or speed it up depending on what we need, where your standard system is either all on or all off. There is no in between, and that's, that's why we can save all that energy. Why, why, and I, 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 maybe I'm asking you a question you don't know the answer to, but, and I, I know you, you know, you started, we, we've talked before and you, you came from the traditional background of heating and cooling. Um, but how, why is it that the air conditioner, you know, the condensing unit in a traditional system, when you're outside, it's so loud, but these Mitsubishi uh, inverters, compressors are so quiet. I mean, they're essentially doing the same thing, but yours are just so quiet. I mean, you and I could stand right next to it and have this conversation we're having right now and not have to scream, but I could take you next to a brand new air conditioner right now and be, I'd be like, Hey, Anthony, it's nice to see you. Right. I mean, why is that? <laughs> it's, it's interesting you say that because every time I have a conversation with the homeowner, they can't believe it either. So when they put it into their home, they get all excited. They go, I can't believe this thing is on. It's right. on. Are you right. sure? I'm like, right. it's on. And, and so it's part of the technology. It's got definitely a lot to do with the fact that we can speed up and slow down our compressor, but it's also the build, right? You know, we, we have, we have sound attenuators going over the compressor to kind of keep it quieter. Um, but then our fan isn't as loud either. It's the construction of the actual uh, piece of equipment itself. And just the ability that we can, like I, like I mentioned earlier, that we can speed up and slow down. 
and, and it just it keeps everything a lot quieter where the traditional air conditioner again goes from zero power to 100 percent power in the click of a button i mean the minute you touch that thermostat and you want cooling yeah it delivers all the power to it and it just makes it extremely loud and you cannot have this conversation as you mentioned yeah um so you, you've described what it is you've described how it works for people listening and they're thinking huh this is kind of a neat idea right Give me some applications in a home where this makes perfect sense to install. Great question. So I have seen everything as simple as a hot and cold spot in the home. So meaning that, you know, I come into your home and I ask you, Lou, is there any space in this house that's hotter or colder than, than the rest of the home? And you say it's that master bedroom in the corner because that's the furthest room away from my, my furnace and my air conditioner right. now. It's a perfect application for it. Lately, a lot more people are working from home. So I've been seeing a lot more home offices where we're putting in the Mitsubishi system. I've seen garages. I've seen additions. I've seen um, everything as far as, you know, um, uh, movie rooms in, in the basement of the home to a she shed outside. A lot of those got built in the last couple of years yeah, as yeah. well where they want yeah. a little bit of heating and cooling. Um, so you've seen a, a, just a ton of different applications um, that, that we never have seen in the past, but really, and then, and then now the new construction homes, the new construction homes are being built a lot tighter, meaning that there's a lot more insulation with better windows mm. and better doors mm. and the heating load. So the, the loss and, and the gain on the house is a lot lower. And so it makes a lot more sense. And then people are just doing their homework and they're, they're going to our, our website and they're taking a look at our technology and they're understanding it a little bit better. They're calling us, they're calling our contractors. And they're getting some more information, and when they when they look into it, it makes a lot more sense to have that inverter compressor and that comfort in the home. No ductwork to clean, because uh, when you you mentioned you connected right, you just drill like a one three inch hole for those copper lines. There's typically a like a screen or a filter that's on one of the cartridges that you every now and then just take off and brush off, right? That's correct. Yeah, you just you take them out, you just wipe them down with some water, clean them off, let them dry, and then just slide them right back into the into the indoor unit. Wow. Um, now, the units, are they, like the electrical demand, is it, it the average home can handle that, right? It's not a huge uh, load as far as, I mean, I know some of them are 240, but there's even some that are 120, right, that can be installed. We, we do. We do have two units that are 115 volts for the homes that we can't necessarily get to the electrical panel and run a, run a new power. Circuit. Um, but... Typical, yeah, new circuit and typical homes, you know, are also unit will be a two eight two thirty just like their air conditioners now. But the indoor unit is less than one amp in power, hmm. so it's less than a light bulb. The indoor unit doesn't take a lot of power at all. The outdoor unit is a compressor. Um, it does take a little bit of power, but a lot less than your traditional air conditioner does. Again, because of how we how we operate that compressor, we're not using a lot of power, and that's where we get all that energy consumption where we are saving our energy from um, traditional systems. Yeah. Saving money while you use it and being more comfortable. I mean, I think that the key with this is that you mentioned the cold room. That right there, you got its own thermostat, and you can put it one or two in there. And, you know, as I mentioned, for new construction, imagine that every room can be controlled by its own thermostat. I mean, that's just going to make you more comfortable and ultimately save money on your energy bill. All right, so, Anthony, how do people learn more about all the offerings uh, from Mitsubishi? You would visit us at our website at getacomfyhome.com. Again, it's getacomfyhome.com. 
Anthony Balokas is the regional sales manager for Mitsubishi Electric Train. Wait, let me flip the card. And HVAC. <laughs> I so appreciate you taking the time and, and giving the listeners uh, some information about these split systems. I think they're awesome. We, uh, Lou, we appreciate you as well. Thank you for your time and enjoy your day. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is 857-5574-LOU. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. Need some help with that home project? I'm going to stop you and I'm going to tell you that I don't want you to put this on your roof. And the reason is... Need a second opinion? You'd probably be better off trying to do this as opposed to something that's going to be a different color. Do you think you've tried everything? It's going to melt the wax, absorb the wax, Mm. and then you're Mm -hmm. just going to take a clean rag and wipe up whatever's left. Now back to your handy host. Well, why didn't I think of that? Lou Manfredini (laughs) and House Smarts Radio. Water and electric... A place to drain the septic in your KOA is a okay as long as I'm with Welcome back. So come on, hit Lou May Fredini, House Smarts Radio, 857-557-4Lou. Our fall refresh show is sponsored by Fireplace and Chimney Authority, the Fireplace Superstore. Let's go back to the phone lines here and talk with uh, Carol. Uh, Carol is in Johnsburg. Hey, Carol, you're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. I have a question for you. You were talking to this other lady about windows. I have, when we moved in our house, we put the film on the windows to block out the sun. Okay. And by doing that, the manufacturer says we've voided the warranty on the windows. Right. He said, they say we, we broke the seal. Well, those windows, they're not drafty. They're, they fit very well, but the glass is cold. And well, I'm wondering, well, can wait, I just... Wait, 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 new- wait, 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 wait. You said the manufacturer said we broke the seal. Did you break the seal? Or, like, in other words, did the windows fog up? Is that why? Yes. Okay. All right. So now I'm wondering, can I just have the glass replaced? Because the windows are fine. Well, the the glass being closed, uh, cold rather, Carol, is not, I uh-huh. mean, that's not, they're, so they're not drafty. No. So, but but is there a cloudiness in the window that you can't see through anymore? Well, it's not that cloudy, but there is a cloudiness in the windows. Yes. Okay. And do you still in the, the film that you put on the window that is still in good shape? Yes. Uh huh. Okay. How many windows have this cloudiness in them? Well, the ones I'm, I'll just mention the ones I'm really concerned about, because I have, I don't know, 25 windows or something. Okay. But there's only seven that I'm really concerned about, and they're sliders. Okay. So there are several companies in the Chicagoland area. I have no relationship with any of them, but I have heard from listeners, there are companies that will come and take the fog out of that glass without having to replace the glass. Okay, and so you feel that replacing the glass isn't necessary? Not, not if it's not drafty or whatnot. But you could contact one of these companies that um, that does this, and if you like Google, you know, take the fog out of my windows type of thing, you'll get several uh, different things that'll come up. And I've heard from people that have had it done. Now, a couple of them, I recently heard from somebody that had it done two years ago. And it's still working, and they can still see out of the windows and do whatever. So 
you got to do your research. Again, I don't have a direct relationship with anybody. Okay. But okay. Um, uh-huh. look that up. It costs somewhere around 100 to $150 per window to do, which is far less expensive than replacing the glass. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, great. I, I, I thought for sure the glass just needed to be replaced too, but the handyman I have looked at me like I had two left ears when I said replace the glass. <laughs> it's like, you don't need to. No, no. <laughs> but that this might be the way for you to clear up the fogginess in it and, and save you a little bit of money as well. Thanks so much for the phone call. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're tuned into Lou, answering your questions about your home. Every time I speak to neighbors or people about it, I always say, well, I got this because I talked to Lou Mantadini. All you have to do is pick up the phone. Somebody asked just this week about, what do I do about woodpeckers? And I said, well, <laughs> I picked this on my house because Lou Manfredini and WGN Radio. Here he is now, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Josie's on a vacation far away. Welcome back. So many things that I want to say. 857 8575745685754568 is our phone number. Our fall refresh show is uh, sponsored by Deck Tech, the leader in deck restoration. Uh, Andy and Don and Lindsay. Uh, you know, I mentioned the fact that Tuesday is National Pirate Day, right? And we won't be on the air. But today, uh, you know, uh, a couple of things you need to know. Today is National Dance Day. Ooh. All right. So you can boogie down. Bust a move. Andy, Andy, are you a dancer? Uh, not on purpose. So, like, w- do you go to a wedding? Will you and your wife do a little dancing? Yeah. She's embarrassed by me. Oh. But but you won't. You're like not oh, anti dance. Oh, I'll go out there and do it. Which okay. I'm just not very good at. It. Don, are you a dancer? Oh yeah, yeah. I was cutting it loose uh, at the wedding last weekend. Always. Oh, little beats. There oh. you go. Lindsay, I bet you, you like. Were. Yeah, Lindsay, you like to dance. Oh, I think that I am Britney Spears on the dance floor. Yeah. Uh, and and does, how about David? Does David like to dance? David gets embarrassed by me. David is a very good dancer. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> nice. Well, the, today is na- t- today is also so national. So I wish you had Batman. told us this. Earlier, I could have. We could have just had like a dance party in studio. Or sure, we could have. You're yeah. right, right. Right. Well, it's National we Batman anyway. Day. It's National Batman Day, also. Wow. Okay. Which okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> National Cleanup Day. Good. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. International Eat an Apple Day. Ooh. Okay. Right. That's Apple not bad. Day. That's and, right. And of course, as I mentioned, um, National uh, Speak Like a Pirate Day is on. Uh, is on Tuesday. So in order to celebrate, I figured I'd give you some pirate jokes, right? Nice. Ready? Yes. I got just a few. Lindsay put these this together. I and I already found my favorite, but here you go. How much did the pirate pay for his piercings? I got it. Go. A buccaneer. Nice. Very nice. Very good. How do pirates know they are pirates? I don't know. They look at the mirror. That's pretty good. They think, therefore they are. There you go. All right. What does a vegan pirate do in jail? What does a vegan pirate do in jail? Starve. 
Ooh, Andy is really good <laughs> at this. Yeah, the pirate jokes. Uh, uh, what, is a, what is a pirate's favorite music? Uh, let's see. R&B. Yes. Why did the pirate go on vacation? R and R. My God, they're they're just they're just going all right. How do you save a dying pirate? CPR. <laughs> oh, they got it. Yes, yes. <laughs> now we're on it, man. Okay, and finally, and finally, finally, come this on. This is very timely. <laughs> what is a pirate's favorite doll? Barbie. <laughs> I mean, We're killing it. These two are killing it. Way to go, Oh, my God. You guys are amazing. Right on. Those are good ones. Right? I really like that. Those are good ones. <laughs> CPR. CPR. That's good. <laughs> think of that every time now. There you go. Well, you people, you can take all those on Tuesday when it's the official day and impress your friends, all right? Beautiful. 857 557 557-4568 is our phone number. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines here and talk to some people this morning. This is George in Chicago. Hey, George, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. How you doing? I'm good. I, I, I need a plumber. Uh, I'm in the city of Chicago, and I have a walkout basement. I have an old bungalow. And the, uh, the drain outside the basement door is collapsing. The uh, concrete is cracking. Uh, yeah, I'm going to need somebody. This is way above my pay grade. So, yeah, I hear uh, you. Um, so uh, we've got a terrific plumber uh, that's not only an advertiser, but these guys have done a great job for our listeners so far called Center Guard Plumbing. And... Um, and they're full okay. ser- they're full service they're uh you know licensed plumbers really good um really good group of people and they'll do a nice job for you their phone number is 847 okay 406 okay 8883 847-406-8883 correct uh, you're the best, my friend. Thank you for your help. Good luck. I appreciate you calling, and I hope they, uh, I'm, I'm sure they can help you with that project. No problems. 847, nope, 857. I was giving out the Center Guard plumbing number again. 857-557-4LU is our phone number. 857-557-4568. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. He might not give you the answer you want. Come on. Help me out. Who's helping me? She's there. She's on it. You sing. Sing. But if nothing else, he'll make you smile. And maybe sing. Sing a song. Make it happy. So now is the time to call. For anyone else to say here. Right. Please, now. (laughs) Sing a song. I'm sorry. Were you talking, Lindsay? Here he is now, your host. That's what I'll do when people don't like the advice that I give. I'll just start singing. Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Sing a song. Did you know that Karen Carpenter, like in the 70s, was listed as one of the best drummers in music? Yeah. Google it. Drummer. She was a drummer. Sing a song. 857-557-4LU. See, it's kind of catchy. That song's kind of catchy. No. It gets you moving. I'm not sure. Right? I saw you moving back and forth. It's like, you know, it's very fun. It's, you know, you think it's a corny, but then I you're like, I had an itch. Huh. No. That, right? 
857 857-557-4568. This is Scott in Lombard. Hey, Scott, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, sir. What's going on? Well, we're having um, redo cabinets come out on Monday, actually. But my question is, they need, I have an over-the-range Wait, 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 wait. Are they coming to measure or install? Oh, they're coming to install. Wow. Yeah, these guys are fantastic, by the way, so far. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that you're happy with them. I had a chance to, I went out to their facility and I met the two brothers that are running the place and they, Mm -hmm. uh, I I really like them. I like what they're doing. I'm, I'm happy that that's happening. So anyway, what's your question? My question is, I have an over-the-range microwave, and we are going to, the kitchen's going to be down and out for, like, only three days. So the over-the-range microwave, can I take that out, put it on my countertop, and use it for the three to four days that they're going to be here? Is it a vented over-the-range microwave? It is vented, but it has a, when you first install it, you could, there's a motor in the back for the vent that you can turn clockwise so, counterclockwise and so forth they either be vented or non-vented so it is a it is a vented unit you vent outside you just recirculate into the kitchen no right now it is vented outside but you can turn the motor on the microwave oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it would just vent indoors you know yeah uh the short answer is yes you can do that so have you ever okay did you install this or do you know how this works Yes, I did install it myself, and like I said, the motor for the venting mechanism, uh, I did change that so it would vent properly. I mean, you know, you 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 don't have to you don't have to spin that. Mo- so, okay, two things: when you take okay. it down and you set uh-huh. it on the countertop, you know, the problem is it's not uh-huh. going to be level. Right, right. Okay. So you're going to have to prop it up somehow just so if you put a plate of, I don't know, whatever, your cup of coffee in there, you know, it doesn't spill. Right. So maybe get right. a – you need something that's going to be uh, – let's see. Where are you going to put this microwave? Um, it'll probably be – we moved the kitchen table out. It'll probably literally be sitting right on the kitchen table uh, now in the uh, dining room. So put the kitchen table against a wall so you can mm-hmm. put the – microwave against the wall then you're going to mm-hmm. lift it up and put a couple of books or something underneath it and right. i mean that that vent in the back unless you turn the vent fan on you don't need to you don't need to spin that motor cuz you're not going to okay. you're not going to exhaust anything that fan i don't think that that is not the fan that blows when the microwave is running and if it does, gotcha. okay. it's at a much lower speed. And if it opens up and blows, we can do that. Perfect, perfect. Uh, one more thing. My wife, Lisa, loves you. So um, what, throw that in there. One more thing. Tell Lisa I love her, too. Uh-huh. Uh, she already knows that, but I'll tell her. <laughs> I'll tell her. I, I, I've called your show years before. And I wanted to inform you, she's having coffee with you on Saturday before she does with me. So. Oh, well, we're one big happy family, aren't we, Scott? <laughs> yes, sir, we are. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, I appreciate a... the help. You got you it. You are definitely the uh, deciding factor for that. Thank you. You got it, bud. Be well. Appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LU. That's very nice. Uh, this is uh, JC in Algonquin. Hey, JC, you're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. 
Well, good morning, Lou. I appreciate your time, sir. Um, I have a stamped concrete patio. Uh, it's a stained one, and it's getting some hairline, really one, I'm going to call it a hairline crack. I'm contemplating a silicone caulk, a clear one, but is there a different, better option, or is that my best option to keep from getting any worse? Hairline crack, it, like in the in the kind of the areas where the stamping is, not you know, like the joints of the stamping? Uh, yeah, just down the middle, right? Not, not in the, because it's like a cobblestone kind of, so it's not in the... It's not in what looks like the stone. It's like what lo- what is actually the joints, like in between the stones, right? No, the opposite. The oh. opposite. It, it's in the stone, not in not in the cracks. Correct. Okay. And when we say hairline, like you can't even get anything in it. I think I could get silicone caulk. They're probably an eighth of an inch. Oh, okay. I just worry about in our weather, you know. Yeah. You know, snow, whatever, and then uh, expanding and making Let's do, worse. I'm going to have you do a different clear caulking that I think will do right. better and hold longer. Um, there's a clear uh, product called Lexel, L-E-X-E-L. All right. And I want you to buy a, a caulk tube of that and um, clean up the area where you have the cracks, right? Get it as, as dust-free and as clean as possible. Maybe even just, um, uh, you know what would be good is take a, um, a wet rag with a little, a mild solution of dish soap and warm water. Right. And kind of wash back and forth the area that you're going to caulk. Then rinse it with a hose and then allow that to dry. Okay. It's got to dry. All right. Actually, the Lexel has the ability to go on wet, but I would rather, I'd prefer it if it was dry. So, you know, okay. if you clean it up today, let it dry. It may even dry this afternoon, but maybe it'll definitely dry by tomorrow. Then take this Lexel and squeeze it into the crack and really force it in there if it's an eighth of an inch. And then I would wear a rubber glove because the Lexel is not, it's not a, a latex-based, even though it's, it's a paintable product, but you're not going to paint it. Use a glove and then tool it nice and smooth to work that uh, caulking into the stone so you kind of blend it in with the texture of the stone. And it'll dry. It'll hold. It sticks to almost anything. And it really has a high uh, stretchability, you know, like to move back and forth. And I think that that will help keep um, the water and the ice out of there before the cold winter months come. Perfect. That's exactly what I was hoping for. I so appreciate it. You're you're good to all of us, and I appreciate it. You got it, pal. Be well. Appreciate you calling this morning as well. 857-557-4LU. This is our Fall Refresh Show. It's sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. You can find more information at getacomfyhome.com. We need to pop into the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Our fall refresh show this morning is sponsored by Fireplace and Chimney Authority, the Fireplace Superstore. Lou's going to tell you all about them right now on 720 WGN. Welcome back to House Smarts Radio. Lou Manfredini, we're all talking this week about refreshing, right? And 
ways that you can kind of update your home, but also make sure that it's safe, but beautiful and nice. And, you know, one of the things you hear me talk about a lot is the fireplace. It's one of my favorite things uh, in our home to uh, enjoy. But you certainly want to make sure that you're safe when you're using that. And you also have a lot of options when it comes to how it looks. Well, my next guest is going to help you achieve all of those things. Joining me on the phone line is Adam McMahon, who is the president of the Fireplace and Chimney Authority. Adam, good morning and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Hey, Lou, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Now, uh, you and I have spoken before, and, and you have a sister company that I know a lot of people here at WGN Radio and uh, hear a lot about the Barbecue Authority. And, and 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 you're like this, you know, nationwide uh, distributor and seller of all these uh, high end, beautiful grills. And but but your business started as the fireplace and chimney authority, correct? It, it did, and I understand it's a confusing connection. To my day, to this day, I should say, still trying to figure out the connection myself. <laughs> but essentially, uh, when we first started, you know, we we're all fireplace stuff, and one of our uh, gas log manufacturers out of all people started to make a barbecue grill. So he said, heck, you know, uh, the summer's not exactly uh, a good time to be selling these high efficiency fireplaces. Let's try selling some grills. Right. And it just kind of built on himself. So people, you know, were requesting other brands, uh, different types of grills, and uh, it just kind of blossomed to as much of a, a grill showroom as it is a fireplace showroom. And it's a big part of our business. So give me a little um, a 411 for our listeners who may not be as familiar with Fireplace and Chimney Authority. Tell me about the services that you offer, the things that you sell, and how you can help people, um, you know, not only this time of year, but, you know, all throughout the year. Sure. So uh, if it comes to fireplaces and chimneys, we pretty much handle it. A couple things I'm real proud of is we do it all. So whether it's the outside of the chimney, the interior of the chimney, or the fireplace inside the home, we can handle it. We have all our own employees. So we started out just as a chimney sweep company, couple guys, uh, and then we said, hey, uh, we have all this demand and all this potential to do things like gas logs, glass doors, mm. uh, replace the fireplaces if they're prefabs and getting old. So today we do all of that. Uh, we have our full staff still, uh, a lot more than one or two people now, but a full <laughs> staff of uh, chimney sweeps, chimney technicians, masons, fireplace installers, uh, stone installers, carpenters, anything that you would need to uh, get a full fireplace project inside or out we could take care of you. Well, and I know that, you know, you and I have spoken. One of the things that you're very proud of is the fact that, you know, maybe people have an old fireplace that they just don't like the look of, and you guys can come in and really transform that fireplace and, and basically create a whole new uh, a, a appeal for them, right? Absolutely. So a fireplace is a focal point of the room. Um, and when people don't like their fireplace, usually they put off doing anything with it because number one, they're afraid they might not use it that much. And number two, they overestimate how much construction it actually takes right. to redo a fireplace. They think they're going to be opening walls and uh, doing a bunch of reframing and reventing. You know, a lot of the times, especially in the Chicagoland area, where we're dealing with brick fireplaces, we could do so much without demolishing anything. Um, so doing something as simple as just putting some thin-cut stone veneers over brick or drywall 
adding a new mantle, glass doors to the fireplace can not only transform the fireplace, but really give an entire vibe to the whole room. Yeah. And there are literally millions of combinations as far as stone, uh, stone options, mantles, door options. Um, it's a kind of a you dream that we build a thing. I'm yet to run into something that somebody brings in and says, hey, could we do this? Where uh, I, I haven't been able to say, yes, we could replicate this and we could do this in your own home. Uh, you know, there's a, a, a big thing about, um, you know, burning wood, and a lot of people don't like the hassle of it. A lot of people love it, you know, a, a wood-burning fireplace, but you certainly have the ability to come in and do a, a transformation to a gas log kit, and some of those log kits are absolutely stunning. Absolutely, and they've come uh, such a long way even in my time in the industry. So uh, you see a lot of times people, they'll move into a home, they're really excited, oh, it's a wood-burning fireplace. They remember grandma and grandpa's house, or they remember <laughs> Christmas when they were kids. They get, you know, they get that emotional connection. Then they realize they're the ones that have to maintain it um, and clean up the ashes and deal with all the other maintenance that comes with the chimney. And then by year three and four, you know, we're back to, hey, you know what, I don't use my fireplace that much. Um, so, and especially in Chicago, um, we deal with a lot of gas log sets and gas inserts. So those have a couple advantages for you. Number one, uh, far less as far as maintenance and cleaning goes of mm. the chimney itself. It's not emitting creosote. Uh, number two is going to be ease of use. So instead of having to light the fire, add kindling, babysit it, watch for it to die down, uh, you can install a gas log set in there and not have to worry about uh, staying up for another two hours after right. the fireplace. You can just turn it off when you're done. Right. Uh, and third, and something I think a lot of people overlook, is going to be the heat factor with uh, a type of log set called a vent-free log set. So your open wood-burning fireplaces, uh, contrary to some belief, is, is not very efficient. It's literally a hole inside your house that's sucking up air. Right. Um, with converting to gas, you have the option with a vent-free gas log set or glass-enclosed direct vent gas insert to slide that directly in the fireplace and turn your fireplace from what's literally, you know, zero or negative efficiency to something that has the efficiency of a furnace and really add heat to the home. Hmm. That's really cool. And uh, I mean, we, we at our home are gas log people and it, the ease of use is amazing. And the log kit looks fantastic. I'm going to, I'm going to back you up talking about wood burning. I mean, obviously this time of year for people that have wood burning chimneys, uh, you know, wood burning fireplaces, Cleaning that chimney is very important, and, th and that's a service that you guys offer as well, right? Absolutely. Um, there's nothing, uh, I wouldn't say there's anything out of date about wood burning. We still have plenty of customers that do it. If uh, it's something that you enjoy, by all means, it, it's still a great way to use your fireplace. But it's also sort of like going to the dentist. Uh, if you don't stay on top of it, the problems that you're going to deal with yeah. down the line are going to be more substantial and more expensive. So I highly, highly, highly recommend, uh, at least annually, depending on your usage, having an inspection and or cleaning of your fireplace and chimney. This helps get all the creosote out, uh, prevents corrosion in either your flue tiles or your steel pipe, uh, and then also make sure that you don't have any buildup that could potentially cause a fire down the line, which is something we unfortunately deal with a lot in our industry. 
Um, you know, a lot of talk right now about electricity, right? Electric cars and, you know, moving to electric appliances and electric fireplaces have been around a long time, but I have seen some that look absolutely amazing. Well, what's your take on electric fireplaces? I, I couldn't agree with you more. When I started, it was literally paper revolving around a light bulb. <laughs> I couldn't stand them and I didn't want to sell them. Um, now, uh, even in our own showroom and in the past couple of years going to our trade show, I look at some of these fireplaces and even as somebody who's well embedded in the industry, I think I'm looking at a wood burning fireplace. Wow. So they've really come a long way. Um, I would, I would say that most new construction homes we're seeing, um, have an electric fireplace of, of some sort somewhere, yeah. um, just because, the realism is uh, quite advanced now. Uh, the price is going to be substantially cheaper than going with gas. And the ease of installation um, is almost, once you have your cavity, almost anyone can install it. They usually come fully assembled out of the box. You put them in place, uh, hook them up to electricity, and you have a, a functional fireplace that's highly aesthetically pleasing. Wow, that's amazing. And you have those, you have some of those on display at your showroom. We most certainly do. We have full electric rooms at our Elmhurst and Lyle location uh, with all these realistic options I spoke of, a bunch of different sizes, contemporary, traditional. We have it all. Finally, Adam, uh, I understand you're having a big sale coming up. Can you talk to our listeners about that? Yeah, so it's a, it's a great time to be visiting our stores. Uh, we're having our second annual 10 sale. Last year was a huge success. Uh, we appreciated all the support, so we're building off of that and extending it again uh, this year, uh, same time of year in September. So uh, September 21st to September 23rd, Thursday through Saturday, we'll be having our tent sale at our Lyle location. Uh, best prices of the year, uh, up to 20% off on pretty much, you know, everything that we talked about, um, plus uh, gas grills, Kamado grills, pizza ovens, accessories, overstock items. Uh, if you're looking for something for your fireplace, that's going to be the time to come. All right, give the listeners how they uh, get a hold of you, website, phone number, pl- things like that. Sure. So we're at fireplaceandchimneyauthority.com. You could call us at 630-279-8500 or visit us in Elmhurst on York and Lake or Lyle on Ogden Avenue. Adam McMahon is the president of Fireplace and Chimney Authority. they got a big sale coming up, big tent sale. Go to fireplaceandchimneyauthority.com. Adam, thank you so much for taking the time this morning. I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too, Lou. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Good morning. It's a new day. Time to get to work. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini right here on House Smarts Radio. Well, I move my body just like this. I don't know why, but I feel like freedom. Welcome back. I hear a song that takes me back, and I let go. Today's Fall Refresh show is sponsored by Deck Tech, the leader in deck restoration. Go to decktech.com. 857-557-4LOU is our phone number. 857-557-4568. This is Larry in Naperville. Hey, Larry, good morning. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. How may I help you? Okay, I I got a roof that's about 12 years old, and there's a section, only one place, about two foot by two foot square, 
or just the shingle, the grit is starting to come off, maybe 25% of it. Okay. Rather than replacing the shingle, can I just put like a caulker or re-grit it or something like that? Um, you can't re-grit it, but you, you, I'm assuming you have no shingles left. No, no, I'm saying like 75% of the shingle is oh, there. The oh, grit. oh, 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 I see. How old is but the roof? Like twenty-five percent of the. How old what? is the How old is the roof? Oh, twelve to fifteen years old. Okay, average life of a roof is thirteen years in the U.S. What's your plan? Oh, really? What's yeah? What's your plan with this house? Like the crystal ball? Oh, I'm gonna keep it as long as I can. I'm seventy. I'm gonna keep it as long as I can. Okay. And is this the only roof that's on the roof now? Uh, meaning I think that it's the second one okay there there is one below it okay <sighs> if you're 70 and you were to put a new um you know architectural type of shingle on there like a GAF now. right you put a new one on there now and you do a tear off and you put a new roof on there yeah it's going to cost you some money right um right let, let's just say for the sake of the argument, 10, 10 grand, 12 grand. Right. Right. But right. you're, you're going to get another 15 years out of it and uh, not have to worry about it. You don't want to spend any money on a 13, 14 year old roof and any but, kind but of. What I'm saying, the whole roof is very good. It's really in very, very good condition. Wait, you said 70. You one, said, se wait, wait. You, I, I'm confused. You told me 70% it, of it? one spot. One spot, about two foot square on the whole roof, everywhere, I'm losing grit. Everywhere you're losing grit, or you're only losing grit no. on a two foot by two foot square? Only on a two foot by two foot area. Okay. All right. Then that, now I understand. So in that two foot by okay. two foot area, what color is the roof? And, and let me ask you this. Is this two foot by two foot area ground. facing the street, or is it facing the back of the house? Backyard. Perfect. Fine, go, go buy a bundle of shingles that match that architectural shingle that is close and, and, okay. and have a roofer come and replace just those shingles. If that's just the only area and the rest is good. Right, that's it. That's it. Right. And the color won't match perfectly, but it's at the back of the house. Don't look up. <laughs> I All mean, right. you know what I mean? What and cause that? I mean, look. Every Just roofing, one. yeah, every roofing manufacturer has some issue, and it could be that that few shingles, when it went through the process, you know, didn't get as enough tar as the rest, and it degraded more so than oh. the rest. It's probably just a. Uh, okay. You know, the, those they all come out of one package and they mix them all together. They're all part of a, a manufacturing thing. I mean, unless there's there's no water, no damage that you can see in the rest of the house, right? Right. No, nothing. Yeah. Have a roofer come out like a Lindholm roofing, do that repair. If you want to hold off for a few more years on a new roof uh, and the rest of it looks good, then you're good to go. Oh, yeah. I, I think I can get five more years at least out of this roof just walking on it. Yeah, so. that's great. All right, I thought maybe there's just a caulk or something I could spray and then put sand on it or no, something like that. No, you know, just that's not that. That it won't look good. It won't roof. look good. It won't, you, you'd be like creating something. It wouldn't really look good and it won't last. Your, your better way to have a, a meaningful repair is to just have a few of those shingles go on there. The color will be a little bit different, but it's not the end of the world. Okay. All right, then.
I can do that. All right, Larry, I appreciate you calling this morning. Thank you so much. By the way, that's our last call, sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. When heating and cooling your home, Mitsubishi Electric is the last call you need to make. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. A big thank you to all our sponsors of our Refresh show, Deck Tech, DuPage Credit Union, the Fireplace and Chimney Authority, and Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Thank you to Lindsay. Thank you to Andy, Don Kleppen, Bob Ferguson, and especially you, the listeners. Thanks so much for listening to House March Radio. We'll be back next week. Have a great weekend, everybody.